get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jeffrey, good morning and Happy New Year. How are you doing? Good morning. I'm doing great and Happy New to you guys. I got to start with this because when I was in grade school, junior high, teachers had an awful lot of trouble with character. K-A-R-R-A-K-E-R. They never got it right. <laughs> what about Chidea? Did Did your teachers have a lot of trouble with that one? I've heard it pronounced every which way you can say it. Um, <laughs> and so usually I give people credit, they get it right on the first first occasion so kudos to you for getting it it right (laughs) okay jeffrey well speaking of getting it right or not getting it right i feel like the first question football wise that we have to ask you is about doug peterson it seems like this story is not going away (laughs) coming out of philadelphia we now have miles sanders their running back coming out saying that no one in the locker room liked the decision to bench jalen hurts we've heard reports coming out of philly that two players had to be restrained from going after peterson in the locker room do you think that this is something that he can come back from? If he's lost the locker room to this point, again, we know the reports, too, about his fractured relationship with Carson Wentz. Do you think that the Eagles stick with Doug Peterson for the future? You know, I think the more I look at this story, the more I think Doug Peterson is, is taking arrows from somebody else. I don't know if that's Howie Roseman, uh, the general manager. I don't know if it's Jeffrey Lurie, their owner. But just that... The fact that those two guys haven't come out and condemned it in the same way the players have, um, to me, is, is very telling. Watching it in real time, I have no idea what I was watching. Uh, still uh, astonished by it. If you're saying you're playing to win and you're playing a third-string quarterback who's been with you for four years, who's had no success anywhere, um, it just doesn't make sense. And my, my big thing, I do feel bad for their players because long season, long practice week, you want to end on a high note, and it's totally robbed from you. So, I, you know, I, I think, yeah, he's got a lot of issues in that locker room, but I think that the fact that Jeffrey Lurie and Howie Roseman haven't come out and really slammed him for this and, and fired him already says that they had to be in cahoots with it. Jeffrey, you'll remember this. Back in 1998, the Rams were bad, and no team worked harder. Dick Vermeil had them practicing three hours back in the days when they could. Last game of the season in San Francisco, Steve Bono is their backup, and he gets the start, throws three touchdown passes. They're in the game against the Niners, and he brings in the little-known guy that he wants to take a look at named Kurt Warner. They don't put any more points on the board. Rather than picking eighth and having David Boston, they do get the sixth pick, and they get Torrey Holt, who would have been taken by the Cardinals if they would have gotten the seventh pick. Sometimes these things can work out for an organization, even though you don't like it that much at the time. Well, and that's, look, the only thing I have a problem with in all this, aside from the players, um, you know, working hard and wanting to get a win, is that that's what you want to do. I'm fine with it. But just say it. Just say, hey, look, we're, we're playing for draft position. We're, we're out here. We're, we're not going to go out here and, and, and worry about what's going to happen with the NFC East race. We're out of it. We're worried about next year. And, and and say that, but I think anybody who listens to Doug Peterson saying what he was saying um, feels like he was lying. 
<laughs> you just can't sit there and watch a backup quarterback go out there and throw an interception on his first series and fumble a snap on the second and lose it and think you're trying to win a game. But your, your point is correct. I, I do think there's advantages in having a sixth overall pick versus a ninth overall pick just because of who might be available and, and what kind of trade ammunition you may have. So, yeah, they have to be thinking about that. And by the way, we should note that from the time after Tua ran for his second touchdown. He was 2 of 12 for 7 yards passing and ran two times for 8 yards. They ran 26 plates for 65 yards. It wasn't like Tua, or not Tua, but uh, Jalen Hurts was lighting it up. Yeah, he he wasn't. And and, and that that makes me wonder what would they do with that sixth pick? Um, Is there a quarterback they like more than him? Um, Look, they've been a hot mess for the last for the second half of the season, for the last two months. Uh, the way they've handled the Carson Wentz-Jalen Hurts situation, the way they handled the fourth quarter of that game on Sunday night, uh, they clearly have gone from being a team that, we forget this, we talk about the Chiefs so much and running it back. This team, you know, three years ago, was in prime position to be a dynasty. And they've just completely ruined every opportunity they've had with bad mood, with injury, with all kinds of things. So I, they're sitting there trying to hit a home run in the draft in the offseason because I think Howie Roseman, their GM, and Doug Peterson, their head coach, knows that they can't get this thing fixed next year. They're all going to be gone. Jeffrey, another team that is trying to fix what was a mess is the New York Jets. Their GM, Joe Douglas, was noncommittal about Sam Darnold when asked yesterday if he was going to be the Jets quarterback of the future. Do you think Sam Darnold stays with the Jets? And if not, where do you think would be a good landing spot for him? Well, I think that there's a good chance that he stays. Um, I look at what's happened with Sam Darnold, and I, I defy you guys to sit there and name three skill players he's had around him all season long that are that are worth a damn. I, mean, I just think they haven't put a good supporting cast around him. And when you look at people like um, Patrick Mahomes here, uh, young quarterbacks who've had success, you look at um, around the league at quarterbacks like what Justin Herbert's done in San in, San Diego in L.A. with the Chargers, uh, they've had good players around them. And so I, I really believe that if you give young players help, they perform better. And so no matter who they want to put at quarterback next year, if it's not Sam Darnold, if it's somebody else, they're going to have similar problems if they don't improve the people around him. Now, where can he go? I, I think there's a lot of opportunities out there for teams looking for, for young quarterbacks. Look, the, the New England Patriots, I, I guarantee you, would have a, a, a big interest in a Sam Darnold. Um, I, I look at you know teams like the Denver Broncos have to be thinking about what are they going to do with Drew Locke? Is he the guy that they want to have? Sam Darnold was the top three pick in the NFL draft. I mean, he's got talent. He just has been on a bad organization for a long time. Jeffrey, as we have the two triple headers Saturday and Sunday, is there a team, a game, a storyline that particularly intrigues you this weekend in the first weekend of the 2020 playoffs? Uh, I think the uh, the Ravens-Titans game is the most interesting to me because I feel as if the Ravens have really rediscovered their identity from last year. Uh, they've gone through a lot of tough times with – they were six and five at one point, um, a huge COVID outbreak. Um, and I think they got back to realizing that no matter what they want to do with Lamar Jackson, as far as turning him into a better passer, he's still a pretty dangerous player as a runner uh, who can make play with his arm when he has to. Uh, and so I think they still have great talent there. And when you're talking about what Tennessee did to them last year in the playoffs, Titans beat them again this year on their own field. And there was some controversy there and how the Titans behaved and handled themselves. A lot of bad blood there. And so if the Baltimore Ravens want to be taken seriously, 
uh, and the Titans certainly have issues on defense lately. They got to win this game. So I think that's going to be the most uh, the most intense game you'll see all weekend. Jeffrey, I know recently you had written at NFL.com about Aaron Rodgers and his hold on the MVP award. But um, now that the regular season is complete and you're looking back at the performances in totality, who's your NFL MVP? Well, I'm going with Aaron Rodgers. I feel like, I think, was it 48 touchdown passes and five interceptions and I think 70% completion rate. Just He had a career year uh, at a time when he came into the season Everybody was talking about Jordan Love and the Packers looking to the future with that pick in the first round, not having a ton of help. Everybody was talking about how much help he needed, and he just went out and showed that he's pretty good with the guys he still has. So when you look at what's around him, uh, it's not like Patrick Mahomes over here in Kansas City. I mean, it's guys like Robert Tanyan and Marquise Valdez, Scantling, and Echaminius St. John. Guys, I, I can't even pronounce their names. <laughs> so he started all these guys into familiar familiar names in Green Bay and outside of Green Bay. So you do that, you deserve the MVP. Jeffrey, before we let you go, Tom Brady is decidedly better this year in daytime Sunday games than he was in Sunday night or Monday night or Thursday night games. Do you think there's anything to take out, out of that? And should we should Brady and Bucks fans be concerned about the fact that he's playing in prime time, even though it's against the Washington football team? Are you saying old guys need to get to bed early? That's what they I'm don't saying. Perform as well take it from dark. an old guy. Uh, yeah, I would say that you might draw those conclusions. I think he's playing better teams that night in those primetime games. And they're another team that I feel like, you know, they could be, they could make a run. They've got a great first round opponent in the, in the, in the Washington football team. They beat Green Bay by 28 points earlier this year. So even though you're playing in Lambeau Field, which is probably going to be 50 below zero, uh, they know that they can handle that team if they, if, they, if they play their game. And I think they're coming into their own. And so I think Tom Brady walked into a situation there where, you know, they couldn't practice a lot in the offseason. A lot of people showed up um, throughout the process with Gronkowski and Antonio Brown, guys like that. But you watched in the last four weeks, granted they're playing against losing teams and bad defenses, but – they're scoring a lot of points, and they're looking a lot more consistent. So I think he'll be okay uh, this Sunday night against the uh, – or this Saturday night against the uh, the Washington football team. Good to hear your voice, sir. Thanks so much for the time. We do appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Take care. Let me guess. Unknown caller? You could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection. The latest innovation from Discover will help regularly remove your personal info like your name and address, from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And we'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection. Call of Duty Modern Warfare is here, and so is Mountain Dew. Roger that. Now you can unlock in-game rewards like only Dew can. Wait. What rewards? A do operator skin. Man, I love operator skins. Dual double XP and even Call of Duty points. You're kidding me. Double XP and Call of Duty points? This is incredible. I can't believe it. This- Soldier, get a hold of yourself. Oh, roger that. Look for specially marked packaging and visit mtndugaming.com for details and restrictions. Open to U.S. residents 17 plus. Call of Duty points available on 12 and 24 packs and 320 23.